I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Yes, what's going on, y'all? Happy Monday. You are here for the after show for Super Soul Conversations by Oprah. This is Super Soul Sit Down. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Of course, we have our, we're doing our due diligence on the COVID-19, okay? So me and Haley are coming to you remote. How are you feeling over there, Haley? It's crazy. It's definitely weird. I'm thankful we have this platform and that we can still run our show. But I got to say, it's different not being right next to you in person. But we are doing our part because we want this to be over. And we know the way to do that is to stay home. So happy to be here in the way that we can. Absolutely. And what a blessing that we have the technology to support so many of the things that we have to do remote these days. So, I, was, hey, I mean, no, no time would ever be a good time for this to happen. But I am really fortunate that we do have the technology we have, because can you imagine if it was, you know, there's no way to connect with people. I think we'd all lose our minds immediately. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, we have to flip, flip a pigeon or send some mail like we used to in the old days. <laughs> you know, Thank you like, guys so much for tuning in to Super Soul Sit Down. Again, this is the after show for Super Soul Conversations, the podcast. Uh, last Tuesday, um, Oprah had a talk with the famous Layla Ali, Muhammad Ali's daughter. And um, so we'll jump right into it. I am your host, Jamie Alexander. And of course, I've got the amazing Haley J with me. All cozy, quarantine clothes. Quarantine clothes and cozy. So Haley, what did you think about this um, episode as a whole with Layla Ali? It was a little bit of a different format, what'd you think? Yeah, I was going to say, there's no question that she definitely has a presence. She's not shy, I think, when it comes to leadership and speaking her truth and her power she definitely is confident and that comes across it, it I don't know if it was set up to be that way or if it in, ended up just being that way when she began talking but it was very much you know kind of like a speech more than a conversation which I, I like the switch up I think if I had to choose I prefer conversational style more but at the same time it was it was it was cool to listen to her from that standpoint where she wasn't stopped at all and just really kept going on her experience and what she wanted to share. What'd you think? Yeah, I agree. It sounded written, which actually was kind of nice. Maybe she wrote down some bullet points and expounded on things. But what I feel like is that gave us an opportunity to have her whole experience in a nutshell and from her eyes as opposed to a conversation. But I'm with you. I like conversation style. However, I found value in this. And, um, you know, she's very, um, Listening to Layla Ali speak, it just made me feel so much more normal. Here you do, you have this daughter of a superstar who becomes a superstar herself, who is now a wife and a mom, just expressing all of the same things and ideals and paths and journeys that we go through, you and I and whoever else. So it was very relatable. I really appreciated that. And I found so much value in some of the stuff that she said. I know. I am. Uh... I don't know. I feel like that's got to be really tough to respect your dad so much. And then having him tell you that this is not your place and this is not your world where I think she was very mature in her understanding that she knew her dad was saying that out of protection and love. But at the same time, I think I'd be very offended if it almost seemed as if like, I think she took it better than I may have. It seemed like she let it fuel her. And I would hope that I would do the same. But I do think I'd be a little discouraged if it seemed like my dad didn't initially believe in me. Yeah, no, I have to agree. That definitely stuck out to me because it's like, 
like you said, how, how do you become evolved enough to take advice like that from someone, not only who is your father, but is also so grandiose in the world of boxing and as a celebrity, basically telling you, he doesn't think that you can do what you want to do. You definitely have to be very evolved and intuitive. And I also think that this is a lesson um, for other adults. Like we have a responsibility to be cautious of the way we speak to children and our peers when, you know, I would like us to focus more on speaking life into people. Now I get it. Um, she did have the point where it was like, oh, you know, I understand my father probably didn't want his baby girl and that dirty, disgusting ring, the politics, the boxing, all that. So I understand that. And I think parents definitely tend to want to steer their children away from where they think you might find danger or what doesn't seem to fit them for you. But we should still be very mindful because look, due to something so powerful, and we talk about this on the show all the time, but your intuition, here is a point in place where she allowed her intuition to speak to her and it literally changed the course of her entire life. Absolutely. And especially now, this situation more than ever goes to show that sometimes you can be handed things in life that you don't see as a good thing, but those are necessary to get to where you need to be. And by that, I mean her struggling with her weight. If you were to put a situation like that in our faces, it's not something we'd ask for, but that was her kind of gateway into the whole industry because she was just telling people I'm doing this to lose weight. So I did find that kind of fascinating that that was her excuse in the beginning. And then it ended up morphing into her becoming really good. And I, I wonder if that wasn't available to her, if she would have been able to enter the ring so easily. Yeah, maybe so. I definitely like the way she played it because I certain believe, certainly believe that um, she needed to protect herself. A lot of the times when we talk about purpose and our plans and things that we want to do, um, we it's good to incubate the idea because when God gives you an idea or when God speaks to you, your intuition, that's a soul level conversation. Sometimes bringing that conversation out to the world too early is like giving birth prematurely. Now you gotta take care of your idea and nurture it in a different way because now you got opinions, now you got expectations, now you got all of this stuff that you didn't have. Have the idea and think of it as a baby, incubate it. Take the time to be on the low with it, in prayer about it or in solitude, whatever it is where you find your intuition speaks the loudest and where you can find clarity. I definitely love the way she kind of nurtured the idea before she put it out to everybody. Because like you said, had she done so prematurely, they would have been comparing her to her father, telling her what girls can and can't do. Who knows, other people trying to get money, being the one to train her, did it, it could have caused a disaster. So those very, those are two very small, important things that she did, which literally put her on the path to win like no other. So that's something, two things very valuable that we can take even from this day on, you know? Yeah, I really admired her confidence and the way her confidence comes off too is just that. It's confidence, it's not cockiness, it's not arrogance, it doesn't make you feel threatened. It's just someone who I, I almost questioned how she could be so confident. Like even the things I know I'm so good at, I feel like just saying I didn't I didn't question if I would lose, I knew I would win. So I really admire that strength and even saying that. Yeah. And with her saying that she knew with every fiber of her body, I know what that means. I've been in that place to have that feeling. 
So when she said that, you know, personally, I don't know about you, Haley, but we might as well talk about it. We're on a sort of a quarantine. Well, not sort of, we're quarantined right now. Mm -hmm. And not only that, but you know, I like to go with my little astrological stuff. And on the 19th, well, the 20th, um, very early morning at about four o'clock in the morning, we crossed over into Aries. It's a very fiery, confident, clarity, purpose-filled. It, this is, it's like a go time. And it's like go time on the inner while the outside is telling us to stop. So I definitely think now is a perfect time to be doing these meditations and cultivating these gifts and getting really clear about the direction we want to go. Because look, we have all of the time to practice and, you know, we hear practice makes perfect, but even what we learned from JLo, when we were talking, she knew that when she was behind the stage at the Super Bowl, that she was going to come out and kill it because she had done the work. So are there things that you feel like you're doing right now to kind of like do the work in a certain craft or anything while we're all on lock? <laughs> kind of like a metaphor for JLo being backstage at the Super Bowl to now come out. It's like, we're all backstage right now and we're about yes. to else. And you're even kind of giving me chills because last night, you know, got to do those Oracle cards every now and then. So <laughs> I did um, the Oracle card deck and it's basically said, you are in hibernation. Now is the time to rest, do what you need to do to come out when the time is ready. And I was just like, wow, that's exactly what's happening right now. And um, yeah, I'm taking this time to, I don't know if it's things that I, it's things that I have implemented in my life, but not really been able to fully focus on. So as far as um, just, I, I've always been writing, but I really like sat down and and wrote a little bit. I did this project with um, my dad that I wanted to do where you get to know your parents more. So my sister and I pulled up an article and it was like 40 questions to ask your parents. And it's just really cool to FaceTime with him and ask him just about who he was before my sister and I were born. Cause when you think about it, you don't really think about your parents' life that much before you, you obviously know there was a whole life before you existed, but there's so much we don't know. So I took that time to get closer to him in the farthest distance, which is really cool. And um, I've always written down words that I wanted to learn. So now I'm like, all right, word of the day. The word is um, sagacious today. And that oh. means to um, have good judgment. So I'm like, I'm going to use the word once a day. So I'm just little things like that. And I got to tell you, the live streams from Miley Cyrus are really helping me out. So much content on um, Instagram and live streams from YouTube, things like this with AfterBuzz, all these things they are so important. And I think, cause I go back and forth with um, some friends and we talk about content and it's like, I don't want to come off insensitive when right now, you know, TikTok is not the priority where I think, you know what, we need that balance. We need to stay grounded. We need to stay aware. We need to be doing our parts to get through this. But at the same time, mental health is a huge factor of happiness and coming out stronger. So I think it is very important to balance out your time of having fun, being productive, but keeping sane and fresh air and yoga and still trying to stick to somewhat of a schedule. Even for you, it's probably hard because you are still working. So it's kind of opposite extremes where I'm out of work now. Um, so it's like, I'm just gonna be sitting around and not doing anything, but I'm thankful I can at least work from home for a little bit and get some projects by nanny. So getting some projects from the moms to do at home and even just waking up, still doing my workout, still meditating, all of those things have somehow really kept the day going by not super slow. It's like I get to moments, it's like right around like six or seven. Sometimes I'll start to get lonely, but 
you know, I've done a pretty good job with still managing to be stressed out when I have nowhere to be. So. <laughs> I've heard that. I'm going to have to be in thinking about if I'm going to work in the morning. That's I'm going to have to make some be about my decisions. <laughs> in such a wild, like people are super stressed when they don't have money, but then you can also be very stressed when you're still working. So I think both parties are allowed to feel whatever feelings that may bring about it's just two opposite extremes yeah no I agree I put that on Instagram the other day like yes I'm grateful to be making income but I'm also you know there's more you know I'm more susceptible to what's going on just because you know um I'm out and about more but oh is this okay there we go um but one thing in the show that really stood out to me and has been my absolute favorite quote since I heard it I heard it first from Oprah was success happens when preparation meets opportunity. I am in that space, even though I still have to go to work. I have never felt more, I've felt this before, but I feel it a lot now to prepare. So I am eating healthy. I am meditating. And you know, I've been struggling with meditating lately because I just, I've been so, you know, um, so I'm taking the time to meditate. I'm taking the time to clear my mind. I'm taking the time to prepare because I know for a fact this time, whatever's on the other side of whatever is going on is it's those who prepared are going to be able to, you know, harvest, reap the harvest. Um, those who are not in preparation can continue to keep going with the flow. What I do know about this um, coronavirus, and this is something that Leila Ali also spoke about, is preventative measures. I have a healthy immune system. I believe in that and I believed in keeping clean and washing my hands and not wearing my outside clothes in the bed and showering and all of these things that we're being told to do now are things I've been cognizant of. I always drink my fresh juice. I have a habit of drinking tons of water a day and warm teas and lemons and things like that. So I definitely think when we're thinking about preparation and preventative measures, they almost both go hand in hand with what she talked most about is that intention we're supposed to have. What is your intention? If you're just flowing about life and just showing up, you're going to be anxiety right now. If you have no, if your actions are not anchored to any intention, your anxiety is going to be higher, especially in this time. For me in these times, I'm finding more ease because this is the way I maneuver and move. I don't like relying on the outside for anything, not comfort, not money, not food, not, you know what I'm saying? I've, I've always had a sense of like, okay, everything I need is coming from within. I need to be able to maneuver. Um, back in 2008, when I feel like something like this similar happened and the market crashed, I told myself then never would I rely on anything. I'm the only, you know, me, my intuition, God in my past is the only thing I can rely on. That's oh, yeah. it. Yeah. Because it's, things I, on the outside I, are going to change. I've been very um, aware of how thankful I am in this time because, you know, I'm thinking about the things that I'm worried about and yeah, they're legitimate concerns as far as income and putting sure. my go out and, and how far away I'm from family has really sunk in. But I've also realized how lucky I am to have the friends that I have that I'm, there's always a group chat I can turn to. There's always someone I can FaceTime. There's always you know, some, a platform that I'm lucky enough to have a phone to have access to. There are people that can't have a phone right now to pay phone bills. And I'm, I'm truly blessed that I even found a new job when I did to be able to be financially 
supported in some way, because if I had my old job, that would have been no income at all. So I, I look at the timing on that girl. The timing on that was perfect. And even me, like always making jokes about how I would grocery shop more than I needed to. And always like shopping, like I had a family of six that all always seemed like ridiculous. And now I'm like, not mad at all that I have these things. And it's like, even I feel kind of scared to not have enough at times or what if, you know, everything shuts down, but I'm so lucky that I don't have a medication that I depend on to keep me alive. I don't have children to take care of. So if anything, it's just really solidified, just like how fortunate I should be and to really think before I have a complaint. And it's just questioning what it's that you're allowed to have feelings. You're obviously allowed to be upset about things, but just asking myself, what is it that I'm complaining about compared to someone else's situation? Is this a legitimate complaint? And it's not half the time. So it's just like, it makes me feel more grounded. And it is really nice to, because you see movies when there are pandemics, like you think of bird box and you think of going outside and everyone's like going crazy. So <laughs> stepping outside, just getting fresh air. It's been a little hard with the weather as of late, but being able to step outside, enjoying the sunshine and just even passing people on a walk and, you know, trying to keep that six feet distance, but yeah. it, it feels nice to, to see people connect in a different way where it's almost like, okay, like you're here too. And I think Oprah said it so perfectly where, um, I believe it's on her Instagram. I shouldn't have pulled that up my bet on that one, but it's something about, you know, this is a time, this is not just, this is not like a government thing. This is not just like a politics or a money thing. This is a time for people to really show up. And, um, this is one of the first times I know in our lifetimes that every single person is not, or every single person is affected in the same way. There's no face, there's no gender, there's no color. We are all in this together. And I can't help but think that this is a bigger lesson for us all, you know, like this, there, yeah. I don't know that humanity needed to maybe go through this together to learn a lesson and, I, and that I truly hope we come out stronger. And I believe we can. And it's just things like this and the right conversations and power of God and belief and all of those things are necessary. Yeah. I saw a meme like mother earth just sent us all to our rooms to think about what we did. <laughs> and I'm not mad at that. We're on timeout right now. So take your little spanking, your little lesson. I definitely, my heart goes out to the people who unfortunately are losing their lives. These are still very valuable lives. Their mothers, their aunties, their children of somebody, you know, so it's, it's definitely very tragic, you know, at the same time, as opposed to focusing on the tragedies or the negative, you know, even it's kind of still the same thing Layla Ali was saying, you can focus on what people are saying is not going to happen and all the negatives and not follow your intuition and not have an intention about your life or you can be introspective and really realize that this is happening for the greater good, even if it doesn't feel good. We all don't like to go to work, but we sure like to pay our bills. So, you know, there's a, a give and take with everything. So I definitely believe that this will launch people into being more intentional. I know personally for me, I'm being more intentional. That's why listening to this podcast with Layla Ali kind of jumpstarted me a little bit because we're on the same page. I, I know what it feels like to have that confidence. For example, like Haley, you and I have been hosting forever. And at this point, I have to be honest, if somebody was like, tomorrow you're interviewing Oprah, would I be nervous? Yes. But do I feel prepared? Yeah. I've, I've got a list of questions I've already rehearsed that I don't think anybody's asked her. I've already got like, I am in it to win it and get my life. 
and I'm yeah. going to use this time to, to sharpen my skills and get it done. And that will be, that brings confidence. <laughs> Absolutely. And this time, what I do enjoy in the midst of, you know, scariness and the unknown, it, it does make me question things a little bit less where I just really do act with intention and, you know, do I want to reach out to that person? Could it be awkward? I don't care. I'm going to send it. If I want to send a text, yeah. the worst thing that can happen is, you know, you don't get the response you want, but Hey, it's like that clears. I think it's almost in that way of like, we don't know what's going to happen. So the, you gotta just do the things you said you wouldn't do before. Cause even if you get the answer, you don't want, it's one less unknown. Maybe I kind of just came to that conclusion. Maybe that's a reason, but even overthinking things as far as social media and just judging things too hard. I'm just like, I don't really care. I'm just gonna yeah, you know, do what feels authentic to me. And, and life is short and we have to take care of each other. And what better time now, what better reminder than now, than when things are real, like you gotta, you gotta live your life. Cause we truly have no idea what's going to happen. So yeah, getting back to uh, Layla, just her, her confidence and she could have been that. Oh, that was a big risk to take. When you think about it. your dad has such a legacy. If she were to get in the ring and completely fail, that would be not only embarrassing for herself and her own self-confidence, but just the legacy. She did feel the pressure to live up to. So even more so I admire her that she, she was told no by her father and that didn't stop her. And I, I do think that's when, you know, it's in your blood. It takes a very special kind of person to fight through those blockages and just not allow them to stop you. But more than anything, we all have that same power, whether we are, you know, kin to royalty or not, which I, in my mind, we're all kin to royalty, if you ask me, but we all have those same powers. And, you know, one thing you said about life being too short, I kind of changed my verbiage. Life is too long not to enjoy it. Like, you know, it could be a blip in time, but it's still your days, your time. So I think that living in the unknown is something that we as humans need to get more comfortable doing. Comfortable with it's, Yeah, it's the predictability of everything and the controlling nature we have on everything that is kind of keeping things out of control and keeping us in this emotional stress response. That's why everybody's response was lack. And you can see it with the toilet paper and the fighting old people for the last bit. Like, what are we doing? Like, you can just see that everybody's emotional stress response is off. That's because nobody is used to living in the unknown. Now, as entrepreneurs and entertainers, we have a little bit more of an idea about living in the unknown. We don't know when our gigs are. There were times I didn't know when I was going to pay my rent. I had to ration my food. I had to. It wasn't because the grocery store was closed. It's because I didn't have enough money. So it's yeah. just like... The unknown has to become familiar to some of us in order for us to collectively get through everything that's going on, this and what's to come. It's not over. There's going to be more things that come up. So hopefully we just learn, you know, from everything that we're being presented with today and, and our intuition, you know, back, of course, to what Layla said, your intuition, folks, we talk about it on this show all the time, that little, still small voice, do not let anybody diminish it. Don't you be the one to diminish it follow it. Like you said, Haley, call this person. Is it weird? No, do that. We have to follow that because it's literally taking us to where we need to go. So the more we can sharpen that skill, the unknown becomes less scary and less more of a panic response necessary for not having the control. And I was extremely happy to see Oprah put out, which we'll get to this later in media, but Oprah did put out her meditation guide again with Deepak. And I think 
those, those times of even today, I only did 10 minutes, but even just a little bit of time to whether you want to pray, whether you just want to breathe, whether you just want to really gather your thoughts. I think such a small amount of time to dedicate to figuring out where your mindset is at is just so beneficial to set the tone for the rest of your day. And, you know, no one has, even if you're working from home, we really can't say, I don't have time now because you don't have to get ready. You know, today is one of like the first days I even put on makeup just to kind of feel normal for this interview. But like most people do have extra time unless you are like you going out. But I think if you have the luxury to get a little bit more time and you've never meditated before, just to try to, because I think there's so much power in, and just kind of meeting yourself where you are for that day, whether you're happy with where you are or not, just to acknowledge it and accept it and work on ways to either maintain it if you're happy there or to move forward if you're not. Yeah, you well, why don't we, yeah, why don't we go ahead and jump into the news and gossip and share that with people so that they can not only learn information to meditate, but get the guidance needed in case you're feeling nervous about meditating or feel like it's something that you can't do. So let's jump into news and gossip. So with the um, meditation, it's a 21 day guide. And like we spoke before, meditation can be difficult. And I find myself all the time going in and out of my thoughts. And instead of getting mad about it, I literally will say, oh, where'd you go? Come back. You're good. Like, just come on back. And just speaking kindly to myself about it, where, yeah, your mind's going to drift off. I'm going to start thinking about what I want to make for breakfast, whatever it is. But I'm like, come back. It's good. You're like, you've got nowhere to be. Just relax and try and focus on that thought. And what's really helpful with Oprah and Deepak is not only are they really calming, so it can also be helpful for sleep, but they, they just make you feel comfortable. It's not a pressured situation. It's just a very, I'm here with you. You're not alone, especially in times of isolation. I'm extremely fortunate to have roommates. There's a lot of people that don't. So I think even just playing podcasts or hearing a calming voice can be really, really beneficial to making you feel like you are with someone and that human connection is just so important. So again, that's why I'm really thankful for technology. So I would definitely recommend checking out the 21 day Oprah and Deepak Chopra meditation guide. It's, I did it when it was around last time. And then through this time, they brought it back for everyone, which I thought was really, really cool. It's free. So no reason not to at least try if it's not your thing. Hey, do that. But um, the other thing was um, now more than ever is really important to make sure families that don't have the means to provide for themselves is um it's possible and we need to be there for them and help in the ways that we can so um the family's first act you can read all about it what it would just basically mean that families have access to getting their medication and getting financial aid and help in these times so um you can call the number and you get to talk to a real person and i waited for like two seconds i was shocked i was thinking that i was gonna be on hold forever and real person you just tell them you want to um support the family's first act and who knows that one simple phone call could do a lot of, do a lot of help. And I, I did feel better about myself being like, I'm stuck in my house, but I can try and help someone. So those little things, I don't act of kindness is too small. So we would definitely recommend that. And then of course we do the poll, which um, thankfully that didn't change because of our luck to be able to still connect to Instagram over this time. Okay, I, before we jump into the poll, I did want to say one thing about meditating, just especially because it's something that I picked back up recently. One thing that I've noticed about meditation is yes, it does set the tone for the rest of your day. And what that means is when you anchor yourself in an idea of who you want to show up as for the day, meaning one day I picked 
I want, and every room I walk into, I want to be the source of creativity and joy. Another time was I want to embody leadership. You know, I want to be, you know, so you're meditating. It is about silencing the mind because it's very important to disconnect from the active brain. When you do that, you're able to actually feel the joy and gratitude within you. But also, you know, in guided meditations, and I'm sure Deepak and everybody has that, but to be able to set your tone for the day and be intentional, you know where you're going for the day. Even if you don't know everything, you know you're headed somewhere. So pick something to focus on because you'll notice the way you respond to certain situations are more calm, you're more calculated and not in a stiff way, but an intentional way. What is flowing through you, what came to you in your meditation is flowing through you throughout the whole day. The second thing I would also suggest is if you can do 10 minutes in the morning, that's great. But if you can double up and throw one more in there just to center yourself, especially when things get a little anxious, you're watching the news, you're homeschooling your children, you're running out to the grocery store and having to wait in line. There's a lot of things going on right now. So don't be afraid to take another 60 seconds or anything in between. Pop on that 21 day with Deepak and Oprah. I did it years ago. And it's very, there's an elementary feel to it. It's not complicated. It's not crazy. But I mean, when I tell you it's a game changer, so much so that when you're really focused and you're really meditating and you're really giving your body an opportunity not to get caught up in the chatter, you're changing the biology of your brain. And most of the stuff that we go through is because we're living through the lens of the past. So if you're looking forward, in who you want to be. Preparation is when, you know, success, uh, success happens when preparation meets opportunity, preventative measures. I want to show up like this. At a, your life is going to change. Like Layla Ali said it. When I started training, I knew I was going to be a winner and I did all the things that followed through with it. I didn't even recognize myself. I was a different person. So give yourself an opportunity to refresh. It is so powerful, valuable. Don't let your body talk your mind out of doing what needs to be done. That's all I wanted to say. Yeah. And it's, it's finding your why. <laughs> we, we go through the motions of so many things and so many, just the way that we were raised, we were just told we're supposed to do this. So we do it. But I think it's so healthy to check in with why am I doing this? Why am I still here? Why do I care? Do I care? And it's crazy how often it takes us so long to think of those answers because we're just doing things because we're told to. And I think Now's the time to ask yourself why. If maybe this time could be someone's reflection to rethink everything because we've got time to think now. So, you know, maybe the direction you were going in wasn't the direction you should be in. And we needed Corona in the craziest way to redirect our path. And, you know, sometimes we don't know the journey, but we got to buckle in and have faith that we're going in the right direction. Yes, ma'am. Give us the, uh, the, the deets on that, that poll. What are the people feeling? We pull up the results. I <laughs> don't know. Oh yeah, I don't know if we're gonna see it on the screen. I don't know either. You know, I I'm think gonna... when I checked, I think it was seventy-five thirty-one. I think it was seventy-four twenty-six. Okay. Oh. Oh, we got it. Okay. <laughs> so I, when we were talking about confidence leading to success, we wanted to bring that up and ask the Instagram message. And um, a lot of people said you've got 24 to 76 saying, or reverse that 74 to 26 saying that yes, with preparation is what's going to lead you ultimately to success. That's personally how I've always 
lived my life where again, you can only control so much and have to be cognizant of what I can control versus what I can't. But I do believe that all those things are setting us up to be successful when you execute a plan. You, I think planning stems from finding your why you're doing something. So if you have a strategy going into it, you're ultimately going to at least feel more confident, whether it leads you to success or not. I personally believe it's a necessary thing to do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I voted yes on the poll. When I am prepared, I definitely feel more confident. I feel like we talked about this with um, the the hypnosis healer, being feeling mm-hmm. more confident when you're prepared. And he kind of felt more confident leading from the heart. For me, when I'm prepared and I rehearse and rehearse and rehearse and it's go time, not to say I'm not nervous, but I definitely have more confidence. Like, <clears throat> I got this. I'm going to do this. I'm a killer. <laughs> so I voted yes on the poll. <laughs> I would definitely say overall, yes, that's my strategy, but I do believe both are essential. I think life is going to hear that. I think life is going to use situations that you just can't be prepared for. So it's also knowing how to roll with the tide and the punches and just be ready when you're not ready. And I think that goes into what you were saying before being confident and comfortable with the unknown. It's life is a balance and we have to really experience things to know how you handle them. Sometimes the only way to get through is through. Yeah, I'd have to agree. So this would be a perfect time to jump into our special segment. This is Own Your Soul. Um, This is the part of the show where we talk about the things that we've learned or something amazing we've heard during the week that is going to carry us through this next week and evolve us as a person, help us do things better. So Haley, what little nugget or takeaway do you have from your week that you're going to take into this week to just be just a little bit better than you were last week? I think um, this week more than ever, like I spoke before about being thankful, I'm definitely more aware of how lucky I am to be in the position I am. But um, I I try and do things that I know are going to bring me joy. So that's um, spending time with my roommates. We've even connected and had deeper conversations than ever before and just catching up on old movies. And for me, sticking to what I would typically do. So, you know, I'll have a few drinks on a Friday or Saturday, but I'm not like a, you know, have wine every day of the week. So even though I don't have to go to work tomorrow, I don't want to get in the habit of, you know, having a couple glasses of wine here and there. And then suddenly, you know, we're back to work and I'm completely off my routine. So for me, it's important to still be writing things down, still be sticking to my routine to a healthy degree. I'm, I'm allowing myself to sleep in if I can type thing, but I'm still going to wake up and do something productive. I'm still going to have some type of fitness and healthy eating and all the things that make me feel like me and tuning into just the live streams and the celebrity stuff that makes me feel better. Miley Cyrus has a great one where she's, she's, entertaining people and also sharing really positive tips to get through this time as far as mental health and adopting animals and how to take care of others around us. So things like that have really made me feel the most normal and and stable as I can be in this time of the complete opposite of normalcy. What about you? Yeah, um, I would say that I'm feeling all this energy in a particular way, which is going to have me focus on Again, it is mind over body. I had a season of kind of rest where I was just dragging myself through life. In my mind's eye, it's not time for that. So I'm just going to continue to be more sharp, more prepared. Um, I'm okay with putting aside time to study. I just, 
I'm in a particular place where I want to move from one place to another. So I'm not going to force it, but it's a power versus force. I know what's in my power and I'm choosing to put all my focus on that in this time, which is a little bit different season than what it was last season. Um, I'm enjoying my healing journey and um, learning new language and tools, which I'm going to continue through the week. That is literally like therapy for my brain and opening my eyes and my heart up to what is possible. I don't even see the chaos right now, y'all. I am living in this space of like, Ooh, I'm a workout. I'm going to get it. I'm going to study my Spanish. What's going on? Meditate. I'm in a whole new, so I'm just, I'm going to stay there because it can be very easy for me to slip back into despair, especially, you know, I'm working a job that I'm not so happy with or making us come in and do busy work just for the sake of doing it. There's all of these things going on, but I'm like putting that aside and I'm going to continue to put it aside because mama's got some victories to win for herself. So I'm, I'm feeling good. This is the space I'm in and I'm going to take it into my next week. You feel me? Absolutely. (laughs) Thank you. Yes. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Of course you can. Thank you so much after buzz for being seamlessly on top of making it possible for us to still have this part of sanity. Come to you host, discuss a podcast, put this good content out. You guys after buzz has been so professional with the way um, they did everything with emails, directions, pictures, spreadsheets, whatever we need, we have it so we can show up for you. So shout out to After BZ for that. And um, we'll be here same time, same place next week, y'all. So I'm your host, Jamie Alexander, and you can find me on Instagram at Jamie Alexander. And I'm Haley J at HeyJHAYJ on Instagram and Twitter. And just a second, Jamie, I do want to say the Afterbus staff is working extremely hard to make sure we can as normal as possible. So a round of applause for everyone just like killing themselves right now in this time. I really appreciate it. See you next week. Bye guys. <laughs> Got our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.